0: Welcome into Locked On Horn Frogs. TCU has another big game tomorrow evening. Can they knock off a fourth straight ranked opponent in another team that's sitting at the top of the Big 12 standings? We'll talk about that next on Locked On Horn Frogs. You are Locked On Horn Frogs, your daily podcast on the TCU Horn Frogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. It is locked on Horn Frogs TCU Kansas State tomorrow night seven o'clock game is on Fox Sports One. Uh, let's break down this game a little bit. See what the matchups are, and we'll start with the TCU offense um, against. Or no, actually, let's let's do this. Let's start with the. Kansas State offense going up against the TCU defense. So TCU defense last week in the second half, fantastic job. Held Oklahoma State to six points in regulation after the Pokes were able to put 24 points on them in about the first quarter and a half. And then, you know, made a big stop in overtime, forcing a field goal. Did a really good job against the run game against Dominic Richardson. Spencer Sanders had some scrambles on them early, but they even seemed to tighten that up later in the football game. And you look at what K-State's done this year. I mean, they're going to run the football. They're going to come downhill right at you. Um, Adrian Martinez only has 900 passing yards this season. Deuce Vaughn, 120 attempts, 661 yards, averaging about 5.5 yards per carry. Adrian Martinez, 546 yards on 91 carries. And, I mean, that's really the majority of their offense. They have a, a change of pace back, DJ Giddens, who has 177 yards on 27 carries and two touchdowns. but I mean, this offense, it is Adrian Martinez and Deuce Vaughn running the football. This season, they have 256 rushing attempts in comparison to 143 passing attempts. So the game plan is going to be pretty simple, um, and this is what they've done against everybody. You know, Can you slow that down? TCU has done a, a really good job against the run game all year long. Obviously, this is kind of a different animal, but I'm confident that they can slow it down enough. You know, The real key to me is keep them out of third and manageable. Find a way to put Kansas State in third and long. Force Adrian Martinez to throw the football. Trust your corners to try to lock up these receivers like Phillip Brooks and Malik Knowles. Um, you know, a, a guy that I think could be huge in this ballgame, Mark Perry, the transfer from Colorado, the safety. Um, he's, a, he's a bigger player. You know, he's good in run support. Can he come up and help that thin linebacker crew? Can he come up in the box and give you an extra person? who can sort of take care of this run game. Deuce Vaughn's electric. Like, he's probably going to have some big runs on Saturday night. You just have to to live with that. You have to contain him as much as you can. But he's great in space. You know, he's great at finding those little cracks in the defense where he can exploit it and get up the field. Sound tackling, obviously, is going to be a huge key to this football game. I'm not super worried about Adrian Martinez in the designed run game. I mean, I think they'll be able to get some yardage that way. But I, the big concern for me is what happens when he drops back to pass and TCU's playing in coverage? Can the pass rush stay disciplined in their lanes, f- flush him out of the pocket, and then get the cavalry to come to the outside and make tackles in open space? They struggled to do that against Spencer Sanders early in the game. Now, I felt like it got better as the game went on. But if you allow Adrian Martinez – to just sit back there, you know, it's a risky proposition. If you bring bring blitzes, then your guys that are coming on blitzes have to stay disciplined as well, have to stay in the rush lanes, have to find a way to sort of force him out and get help from the outside. Uh, But if you just sit back in coverage and you don't have someone spying him or someone sort of watching him, then he'll take off, you know, like he did most notably in that Oklahoma game. This is an offense that is built to control the clock, have long physical drives, where they're able to, you know, put points on the board. Um, they're coming off a game against Iowa State where they only scored 10 points, won that game 10-9. Iowa State is one of the better defenses in the Big 12. Uh, but, I mean, 41 against Oklahoma, uh, 40 against Mizzou, those have been the, the two high-scoring games for them. It's not really as much about the points. even though know, they're obviously trying to score touchdowns as it is just dictating the pace of the game, dictating the style of the game, being physical. And one thing that Chris Kleiman's crew has done to this TCU team the last few years is they just physically beat him up. They this is this is a team they struggled a lot against. West Virginia is another team they've struggled a lot against. Both teams have sort of been in the middle of the league during this um, you know, three or four year period, where they've still been able to just work TCU, and mainly that's been up front. So, you know, Dylan Horton had a nice game last week. Obviously, this is a very different offense. So there's not gonna be as many opportunities to just rush up the field um, as he did against Oklahoma State in the second half. But can he show up? Dominic Williams, he's been fantastic all year. This is gonna be another huge test for him. Can he hold his ground in the middle of that defense and enforce these guys to the outside where hopefully the linebackers and safeties can make plays? Um, I expect Deuce Vaughn to have, you know, some moments where he's going off, but can you control him as much as possible? Can you not allow him to hurt you in things like the screen game and in the passing game? Just try to focus on slowing him down in the run game. And then I think, you know, Adrian Martinez when the play breaks down or if he just decides to take off, can you limit those opportunities? And hopefully they can put them in a lot of third and longs. Uh, This is a Kansas state team that has not turned the ball over much. You know, they take care of the football. They're very fundamentally sound. Um, But, could you force an interception? Can you force a big fumble? That would be big for, you know, the the psyche of the game, just the momentum of the game, trying to get that crowd into it. I'm feeling pretty good about this matchup. I mean, I think K-State's gonna have some long drives. They're gonna have it's gonna be frustrating at times because they'll live with getting into third and three, third and two, and then getting another first down and just sort of methodically working down the field, if that means keeping the TCU offense off the field. Uh, But can you force field goals? Can you find a way to get the punt team out there from time to time and give your offense opportunities to make plays? Big test for this defense, that front seven on Saturday when they face Kansas State, who's going to come right at them and run the football really well. When we come back, we'll turn our attention to the other side of the ball, the TCU offense versus the Kansas State defense. We'll do that next. This is Locked On Horn Frogs, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. All right, so this Kansas State defense is really solid. I mean, they've been fantastic all year long. Um, The only team that has scored more than 30 points on them this season is Oklahoma. Won that game 41-34. They've held Iowa State to nine points. Shut out South Dakota. Held Missouri to 12 points. uh, Held Tulane to 17, even though Tulane won that game 17-10. Texas Tech had some success scoring on them, but the final score on that one was 37-28. And obviously, Tech is – you know, high motor, they played a, a very fast pace. They're trying to get as many um plays off as possible and really try to wear down a defense. Last season, this game for TCU, and, and we saw the the script flip last week, right? Like I talked about how Oklahoma State last season just whipped TCU, embarrassed them sixty three to seventeen. That was you know the week after the big win over Baylor. And they're able to make up that deficit and win on Saturday. Um, Kansas State last season, the final score was 31-12. to It wasn't that close. It was 31-5 to with about a minute left. TC scored a garbage time touchdown. The offense could do absolutely nothing on that day. I remember Kendra Miller breaking off a big run down on the goal line. I think they ended up turning the ball over on downs on a fourth and goal, and that was really the only drive they put together all day long. It was the last game of the Gary Patterson era. It was not good. This offense has struggled against Kansas State the last few seasons. But, of course, this is a different TCU offense now moving forward. Um, K-State has a really good defensive line. That's where it starts for the Wildcats. Uh, Felix adunde azoma which is a name you probably know because he had unofficially seven sacks. I think it counted as six sacks last year. He's got six and a half sacks this season for the Wildcats. Um, you know, they have some other ends coming off the edge, like Brendan Mott are really solid players. They have big defensive tackles in the middle. Austin Moore is their big linebacker in the middle who leads the uh, team in tackles. I think they're a little vulnerable in the secondary, and I'm curious to see how they try to cover and contain Quentin Johnson, who the last few weeks has been an absolute monster for this TCU team. Um, and it, it also feels like teams are able to, or it looks like looking at the stats, teams been able to run the football on them. So one thing I hope for this offense, the last two games, they have started really slow. You know, KU, I think they had a field goal in their first drive, but then they really sputtered for most of the half. Did have a 99-yard touchdown drive to get to 10 points. Oklahoma State, that was a a rough first half they had. And this team needs to get off to a faster start. Feed into that crowd. If you can get up like 14-0 in this game, that's a big deal because this is not a K-State team that wants to play from behind. They're not necessarily built to put up a bunch of points and have fireworks. You want to jump on this group early. Let's get rid of all these screens. You know, I don't mind the screen game from time to time. Don't think the Frogs need to run 25 screens in the first quarter like it feels like they have the last couple weeks. Kendra Miller, Amari DiMercato, run the football, establish that, try to get Max Duggan more comfortable, and hopefully this offensive line's done a great job all year. Um, Alan Ali has been fantastic at center. Siva Vila, I saw yesterday he's a midseason All-American. Wes Harris is healthier. You know, the two tackles, it's going to be a huge test against this K-State defense. Can you give Max Duggan a clean pocket? There's going to be times where K-State probably gets home. I, I hope this is a game. You know, Max is, for the first few years of his career, it always felt like he was kind of dancing around in the pocket. Um, he, he was uncomfortable. I think part of that was the protection he had around him. And he was always really quick to take off, which made sense. He's very good with his legs. That's a huge weapon. Maybe this is the game to bring that back to a certain extent. I don't mean all the time, but this season I feel like sometimes I'm watching and I'm like, Max, get rid of the football, buddy. Like, do something. Check it down to your running back, your security valve there in the flat, or take off. One of those two things. Find a way to get positive yards don't take a, a five or six yard loss, even if it's only three or four yards. Just get up the field a little bit, and we'll live to play another down. Um, I just I would love to see a, a faster start for this TCU football team against a really solid K State team, who can rush the passer well. A great way to slow that down, I know the screen game is part of that too. But a great way to slow the down, slow that down, excuse me, is to run the football effectively. Um, I'd like to see Darius Davis bounce back. He had a tough game last week. Had the muffed punt. Was not super involved on offense. Did have a nice punt return. That set them up with good field position at one point. But find some creative ways to get him the football. It's been the Quentin Johnson show as of late, and that's fine. That's working. Um, But getting some of these other wide receivers engaged and involved, I think will pay some huge dividends as the season progresses. I know that sounds contradictory because I spent the first few weeks of the season just complaining about how uh, QJ was not getting enough touches. Blackout sellout crowd prediction time i'm taking tcu in this game um i love how they're playing right now you know i'm a little concerned about k-state coming off a of bye week i think that prep time is going to be helpful and maybe there are some wrinkles they throw out there in the first you know few drives of the game they're gonna be hard to stop but this coaching staff has done a really good job all year of adjusting so i'm going to trust them to do that and i think this offense eventually breaks through and gets it going. I don't know if it'll be early in the game or if it'll be later in the game like it has the last few weeks, but if the defense can just stick around and keep them in the ball game, this offense has shown an ability to find a way to get their footing and put together some touchdown drives late that can seal the deal. So I think TCU wins a close one. Um, If you're going to be there tomorrow, be rowdy, be loud. There was a great atmosphere in the second half of that Oklahoma State game. I think it made a difference. So affect the football game. One more thing before we go. Um, Jeremiah Donati had been teasing a big announcement uh, The last couple days on Twitter And it came down yesterday The Flying T logo is back So if you're interested in buying that I believe it's, it's open and live On the campus store now Online or at the campus store So some merch with the Flying T logo is back I don't think anything On their uniforms will feature that this week Because they released the uniform combo on Sunday To let everybody know it was a blackout So um, Primetime, FS1, great chance for the frogs to make a statement. I believe on Monday we'll be talking about a seven and0 football team. I hope I'm right. We'll talk to you later. This is locked on horn frogs are part of the locked on podcast network. your team.